AJ. <laughs> Yo. AJ, you can only pick one, and you can only oh. have them for the rest of your life. Just one now. I love it. Ready? Okay, let's do this. Here it, here yes. it is. <laughs> right? Okay, life and, life and death decisions going on right here without parole. And, of course, we want to hear everyone else's answer in the comments. Yes, to all. <laughs> Aliens or zombies? That I can only have for the rest of my life? Yeah, they can only exist in real life. There's only fiction made of them. There's only video games made of them. You have to pick one. Alien, either aliens are going to disappear from our entire consciousness and in, in real life, in fiction, or zombies are going to disappear. Which one are you keeping? Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to go with with aliens because you can have alien zombies. <laughs> But you can't have zombie aliens, or you can have zombie aliens. I mean, but not alien zombies. I, I, I don't think you understood the question, but that's pretty much yep. par for the course around here. <laughs> yeah, I think I think most people in the chat agree with me. I know. Actually, I win. Oh, it, I win. Oh, dude, I think I was going to say most people are saying zombies, but it looks like a lot of people are saying aliens. Oh, oh, yeah. zombies might be taking over. But I don't know. You know, aliens are kind of always hit and miss whether they're a fun form of entertainment or not. Zombies are consistently pretty fun, though. So, like, you know, but I think you can mix things up more with aliens. And I so. and like I said, you can have you can have aliens that look like zombies and act like zombies. So, like, basically imitate zombies. You're, you're so. always trying to cheat with these answers. All right, here we go. Okay, let's start the show. <laughs> This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here on YouTube, 6 p.m. Eastern. If you're watching it right now, you might be watching it live, but there's a huge chance that you're one of, like, the 4,000 people watching it later, and it's not live at all. And in that case, I can't help you, but I can't wait to see your comments as you leave them while you think you're watching it live. I love you so much. My name's Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole, and this guy over here, my hetero life mate, AJ from The Underground, PSVR Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Game Cats? Happy Monday. And I know that Mondays usually suck. But we are here to make sure your Monday sucks just a little bit less. This much less. How are you, man? How you doing? I'm I'm fired up, man. Can you not tell? I am good to go. You you sound good. You sound like you're uh, not sick anymore. I'm faking it well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my absolute best, man. I'm doing my absolute best. When there's when there's PlayStation VR news to report, then I I mean like sickness be damned, right? To like leave that shit in bed, leave that shit on the couch. Like over here, you got to do what you got to do. And there was definitely some PSVR news to talk about today, and we're gonna talk a Ooh, lot. Isn't there some news about PlayStation VR news? Um, but first, guys, don't forget. You definitely want to join us over on Discord. We're getting closer and closer and closer to the launch of Zenith. As Bell Ramio, the game cat with the five euros, says, Zenith launch time is going to be 1 p.m. Eastern, and that's 7 p.m. for him. Hype. Because we're just days away from Zenith. And uh, you definitely going to want to join us. We're going to try to get everybody into the game cat guild, the game cat dojo guild. It's going to be awesome. Dojo. I'm so excited. Um, you know, if I wish I was faster, I could do this. You gotta say, you gotta say, the Game Cat Dojo. Yeah, just like the Underground PSVR. There's a lot of voice. <laughs> there's a lot of voices on the show to remember. AJ, I'm, Bat, I'm Batman. I'm, I'm, I'm not a character. <laughs> Everything actor. narrated by Batman from here moving on forward. It's all pretty much the same voice. Let's be honest. 
Um, yeah, and don't forget to also hook us up on uh, with with a uh, dollar or more every month on Patreon.com slash without parole games. Trying to get AJ over here hired before PSVR two comes out, but I mean. Really, he doesn't need us because he's I got, mean, look, look, he's got the underground. Let's say that's not your motivation. Give this guy a dollar a month to keep the channel going and growing and so he can expand. You know, this guy he's works awesome. hard. We both we both work incredibly hard. Don't make this about me, Brian. It's not about me. <laughs> well, I'm going to make it about you because it's you really about... don't you really don't need us over here at Without Parole because you've got your own thing going on there at PSVR Underground. Kicking ass with your Zenith tip video. I just saw that this morning. Thank you, man. Yeah, that did really well and hopefully continues to do so. And uh, yeah, man, tips videos are back, but keep supporting Brian on Patreon and those could be without parole tips videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As, as, long, as long as everybody's happy, as long as we get to all, both, both keep making videos. I think all you are is history is asking the most important question in the chat. He goes, do we have a secret handshake for the, for the GameCat Dojo? I think we probably got to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. Can't just be letting all sorts of fools into the dojo, you know? <laughs> there was a lot of uh, secret handshakes, if you will, when we were meeting up for the first time. Um, I mean, would you... Would I, don't, a I, don't think a lot, I don't think a lot of people <laughs> people would think those are appropriate, but... <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of touching of body parts. So there's that for sure. Rye Pop Especially the face. Smoking. I, I definitely caressed Rye Pop's face quite a bit. Um <laughs> And stared into Jamie Meow's eyes. Yeah. Oh, just, just glistening. Glistening. Uh, AJ, one of the biggest things that we're going to be talking about today is, uh, is Saints and Sinners Chapter 2. Retribution. <laughs> redemption. Yeah, let's go, baby! Apocalypse. <laughs> Anarchy. There's always... Why, why, do game, why do sequels always have to have, like, this super generic name after? It's like... It's like... Dun, 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 two. Redemption. Well... It's it's interesting, yeah. I Requiem. I look forward to talking about in depth, but but that's a long ass title. I mean, the Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, Chapter Two, Retribution. Like, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> that is such a long title. It doesn't matter though. I, I, I think that I think they more... just overcame uh, Wraith the Oblivion Afterlife for the longest title. <laughs> yeah, they have to just be number one at everything. You know, best game, longest title. That's just how Skydance Interactive rolls, man. That's what they do. That's right. We're going to be talking a lot about <laughs> The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution in just a bit. But first, let's talk about uh, a new game that got revealed for PlayStation VR 2, of all things, AJ, uh, called The Last Worker. What do we know about this game? Uh, we don't know a whole lot. Uh, luckily, we do have some gameplay to go with it. But The Last Worker is by Wolf and Wood, and it is a first-person narrative adventure centered around our struggle in an increasingly automated world. Yeah, that's what I got too. <laughs> um, here, you know, actually, uh, bring. I'm going to bring up the the Steam page because uh, because it was, it was actually really helpful. Let's see what it says over here. Um, bah, 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 bah. Combining a handcrafted art style, which I think is obvious from this trailer, with uniquely immersive gameplay mechanics in an epic setting, The Last Worker delivers an emotional, thought-provoking, and comedic story packaged with rich characters performed by an all-star cast. Um, Hand-painted 3D art. There's hours of narrative, immersive gameplay, an environment the size, and this is interesting, in an environment the size of the sunken city of Manhattan. Does this game look like the kind of game that has like some kind of big open world? 
Um, no. But what I do know is that um, Wolf and Wood makes good games, man. And that's why I'm excited about this. This this game kind of looks like it has one of those like dark humors to it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not usually like that kind of guy. Like I like the game to be completely dark and gritty, or like you know a comedy. Um, but I do like I do like some dark comedies, and you know I'm getting some mad like from there's like the main character who's like a bald guy with like a rainbow head circuits three going on or something, and I can't I can't help but feel like he's like a, a Jeff Bezos, and and this is like an Amazon inspired uh game going on here yeah i mean anytime you see this video floating around the internet uh on youtube or whatever that's pretty much what all the comments are referring to it definitely seems oh, like yeah amazon the game Damn, i thought i was the only one yeah well, zach lightning in the chat thinks uh it's, it's clowning on mark zuckerberg so you know opinions are varying uh but this this doesn't oh it's the nintendo switch commercial look at that this is to, <laughs> to me this this is signaling a transition Right when when games that could absolutely one hundred percent be done on PlayStation VR one are now being announced for PlayStation VR two, just because that's where the market is moving to. Like there's there's no reason this couldn't be on PSVR one. It's only because it probably wouldn't sell all that well. And uh, and I and do you have any issue with that, or do you think it's okay for developers to start moving on? Uh, yeah, not I have no issue with that. I mean, I'm happy to get more stuff. But, you know, I want developers to make money and be successful and bring us the best uh, games. And, um, you know, it's a it's a transitional period right now where we're slowly transitioning to PSVR 2, which uh, I do believe is coming out this year. So um, once we get we've already got the big three, we've got Zenith, we've got um, uh, uh, Wander coming out. We've got Moss Book 2 in the spring, a bunch of like, you know, other titles sprinkled in between there. So I think we're pretty good to go. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think uh, it's probably in a lot of uh, developers interest unless they're just trying to get on the PlayStation platform to get ready to, you know, for the first time. Um, but uh but yeah, I, I, I see nothing wrong with this. Uh, I've got no problem with it. Yeah, I see nothing wrong with it. My only concern is for anybody out there who is still on PlayStation VR 1 when PlayStation VR 2 rolls around. Like, they just bought their PS4 or their Pro and in their PSVR 1. And, you know, obviously they've got five years of games to get caught up on. But whenever you buy something, it's nice to know that it's still being supported. Uh, and Sony's really, really good about that, usually with their consoles, making sure there's plenty of games coming long after the I mean, they supported this out. thing for six years. Six years, they're still supporting this well, thing. Well, the next and... one's not out yet, AJ, so that sounds good in theory, <laughs> but the next one's not out yet. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Um, I, I don't think you can, but I don't think what I'm saying is that's not, it's not like, oh, they dropped support for PSVR so soon. <laughs> right, right. Too soon, bro. Right. It's like <laughs> six years in. It's too long, if anything. They need to... S they they needed to uh, if anything release it sooner. Obviously, oh. circumstances oh, I, <laughs> yeah. change I, that. But I think we're all in agreement there. Uh, we could have used yeah. PSVR two like a year or two ago at least. Uh, we we needed the PSVR two yeah. before the PlayStation five even came out. We were ready for it. Uh, all right, man. So this is interesting. Yeah, Wolf, like you said, Wolf and Wood has uh, is has a great track record. They make a lot of great games. I love them because they make scary games. Uh, and Hotel R and R proved that they have some. Uh, some capabilities outside of the horror realm. Uh, and this this looks like it'll be pretty good. 
So, and at least we don't have to worry about the wolf and wood control scheme anymore. At least we'll use analog sticks. And we won't be using like, <laughs> yeah. face buttons to walk forward and backwards. That was ridiculous. But besides that, wolf and wood's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, if it wasn't Wolf and Wood, honestly, I probably wouldn't be excited for this one bit because it's just not my style of game. Yeah. Um, but being that I've liked pretty much every single game they've made, uh, that that's why I'm kind of looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, so, AJ, you were digging around a little bit and you found a little bit more information about uh, the upcoming game Ultra Wings 2. Yeah. So Ultra Wings 2 has been... Uh, dropping a little bit of just additional info it's not uh it's not huge info um but just some extra things tidbits to that will um just give you more about the game and uh you know they they talk about um they've talked about a couple different things stuff like you know taking off from the dragonfly which is what they're going to be calling uh one of the helicopters if i don't know if there's more or not but uh they've talked about this dragonfly um, they gave a fun fact uh, two days ago, and they said Ultra Wings 2 has been in development for over four years, uh, which I think is pretty significant news to me. For the first um, two and a that... half, they were just drawing pictures of planes. <laughs> I like this airplane. <laughs> Can we put this in our next game? <laughs> yes, please. Um, so... But but we you know this game is supposed to be pretty massive compared to the first one and uh, I think uh, being in development for over four years basically they've started on this game since the completion of the first one so um, that's that's pretty cool to me um, they yeah. also say that uh, they say want another fun fact sure you do we we do have a campaign of sorts and there is a bit of story too. What would you think about an Ultra Wings story? I mean, as long as we get to stare at a radio and let someone talk to us for, like, most of it, I think I'm down. Um, <laughs> well, this is the thing about the story, though. They say, but the campaign missions, they are called ops in the game, are entirely optional. Uh, if you want to just m – if you want to mess around and do all of – the more lighthearted content that is entirely up to you. So sounds like there's like some campaign ops. There's uh, some story driven stuff. I remember in one of the trailers, I think it was the, the uh, announcement trailer, the official one. They, they said like, there was like a narrating voice going like, show them why we're the ultra wings, you know? So I think, I think they've, uh, that's part of the story tie in is there is some like, uh, I don't know. There's some, they've actually turned this ultra wings, into the name cult. of the game into a, into a uh, yeah a cult of pilots. Nice, <laughs> that's great. All right, well, dude, I mean, like, I'm excited for this, and this is one of those games that uh, is actually coming to PlayStation VR one before PSVR two. Uh, so for uh, yeah, if anybody's yeah, you saw you saw those comments too, right? Apparently, your camera's a little. <laughs> they want more beanie. They want more the beanie. People what they want, dude. More beanie is definitely all anybody wants. Is that better, guys? You happy now? More beanie, more more Saints and Sinners posters. I was going to say you're crooked, but I'm, but, I'm, but I'm crooked too. So actually, it looks like it just slants down the entire screen. <laughs> this is perfect. We're all we're all falling there down together. Uh, hype level, AJ, Ultra Wings two, uh, one to ten. How how excited um, you are this? Uh, at least like a seven or eight. Yeah, it really could have used this like a year ago, minimum. Well, I mean, yeah, it's also you know it's. 
it's designed for the quest and and they didn't go like like when I when I thought uh the Ultra Ring sequel I was thinking like a, a more not it doesn't have to be hyper realistic but I was thinking like hoping for a more realistic looking game um and then you know it just they basically just took the same art style and everything of the first one and just expanded it and you know because that's what the other platform was capable of so um I would have been a lot more excited about like uh, a PlayStation 2 version, PlayStation VR 2 version yeah, that was like, you know, like sprawling, gorgeous, detailed cities. Um, but I love the gameplay in this game. I've always thought the gameplay was good, and I think that's what um, that's what's always made it great. So for the gameplay alone, I'll say an 8. Yeah, we've got remarkably few flight games on PlayStation VR, uh, and, and I don't expect that we're just going to get a massive uh, wallop of them the second PSVR 2 rolls around. So, hey, you know, I'm, I'm excited. And, and adding combat is great. So, yeah, I'm probably with you, Nate. I'm excited for this one. Uh, I just hope that uh, I just hope I'm able to play it on my PSVR 2 when it launches on PSVR 1 with 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 backwards compatibility. Fingers crossed. There's got to be a way. But AJ, well, Brian, but, yes, you, you that brings us get to the excited. big news. Of the day, Brian, and that is Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution was officially announced to celebrate the uh, Skydance Interactive second year uh, anniversary of the launch, the original launch on PC of The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, the number one PlayStation VR game and a true VR benchmark title, in my opinion, uh, that is correct, and you are wrong if you disagree. Yo, I totally agree that it's the number three PSVR title of all time. <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it's 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 awesome. Blasphemer. I gave it. I gave it a ten out of ten. It's only gotten better since launch. Uh, more content, more modes, more everything. Yeah, more fun. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it, dude, it's it's fantastic, and it's VRAF. We love it. That kind of goes without saying. Uh, what just just FYI, uh, I'm I'm playing this footage. I, I guess I didn't really think about this. I'm playing footage from the end of Aftershocks, the very end of Aftershocks. Uh, so avert your eyes or listen to the uh, the podcast form. Well, why don't this. you? You got to start with a trailer till we start talking about speculation. Uh, you are you are so. Don't you have demanding. a trailer? Hold on. No spoils. <laughs> so so you're so needy. <laughs> That's, you did. You're you're looking at my investigation I did earlier right. uh, to find some more tidbits for the show because. Okay, so like I said, the 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 uh, the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners uh, busted out onto the scene in 2020 and was a huge game. I mean, it really brought so like so much life back into the VR space. Um, and on the PC side, I think it got I wouldn't say overshadowed, but I do think it um, wasn't as big as it should have been even though it got tons of credit on the PC side because of Half-Life Alex, um, But this was, especially on the PSVR side, I mean, we did not hear the end of when is Saints and Sinners coming out? When is Saints and Sinners coming out? And, I can't, and I'm sure we're going to hear a lot more questions about Saints and Sinners too. Um, but yeah, man, I just it, it still amazes me that not every developer out there is going out there and and copying everything they can from this game looking at what they did with this game i mean they they've made money off this game they've uh you know they've won awards off this game everything they did was pretty much right and i'm just it still boggles my mind that sometimes like 
AAA developers or something still don't look at this as like a VR benchmark uh, to to base what makes a VR game good or like how to do VR games right, I should say. Yeah, and I, and I think <clears throat> I think it will be used that way. I mean, there's you know there's pretty much you, you can play this game without a HUD, uh, and and if you're looking for your map, you just grab it from your chest and you, you pull out the notebook. You you want your inventory, you just grab your backpack off your back. Like I I do think that a lot of elements like this will start will start seeing soon enough. The game only came out two years ago. Um, you know, the first release only came out two years ago. So think about all the games that were in development after that that like didn't have a chance to actually implement these things. But I do think this will be used as you know somewhat of a blueprint moving forward. So I think we'll start seeing more of this as we move forward. Um, that being said, uh, when we we had a lot of fun with the game at launch, uh, the end game content was it was like the game's pretty much you know you can keep playing it uh, seemingly forever. Uh, but I think. That that seemed really interesting from the get go. We're like, oh man, I want to see what day four hundred's like, <laughs> you know. And uh, and I think some people who got to day four hundred were like, it's not radically different than day one hundred. Um, and so the I think the the luster of that kind of started wearing off. They brought us uh, DLC. They they brought us uh, the what, what what's the what's the wave thing called? I just totally lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, the meat grinder update. The, the trials. meat grinder. Thank you. Um, yeah, they brought they brought us that for free, so it was it was like this whole separate game mode. Uh, more of I love kid. that mode. Yeah, I love that mode. You're obsessed with it, and I was like, ah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's fun. I enjoy well, it, but you know, for me, it was like just, I don't really need this. It's just like uh, it's just like a battle arena against zombies. It's so great. Yeah, and, and having to craft on the fly and having you know like only a limited amount of time between waves uh, definitely uh, can get you in trouble. And then we kind of got the the first piece of DLC, the thing that like I think mo- most people were excited about, and that was Aftershocks, and that was the free DLC that they had promised. And it was I think, longer than most people expected, right? But at the same time, it didn't it didn't give us new weapons, didn't really give us new items, not really. There was like one new item, we'll spoil it for you. Um, and, uh, and, and it was just kind of like retreading the same ground and you're revisiting the same areas, uh, doing slightly right. different things. And so... I think at that point, and correct, and let me know if you agree with me or not. Most of us were like, "We're ready to pay for some DLC because we want to see some big changes. We want to see new weapons, new areas, new everything." And uh, no, want everything free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, so so we're, all, we're I think we're all pretty much in the same boat, saying you've given us enough of stuff for free, but now we're ready for some big changes in gameplay, some big. Uh, some we we want to we want to see all sorts of different environments and blah 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 and do different things uh, in this world because it's so fucking cool. We just want to see how far you can take it, and I, we know that probably requires some money. And then everything sort of went quiet on the paid DLC front, and then seemingly out of nowhere, this new game got announced. Do you think there's any correlation, AJ? <laughs> A little, yeah. And the, cor- um, the correlation is likely that. Uh, the correlation is likely that they, the, the, I'm, I'm guessing that the paid DLC got a little out of control and they were, they were, well, build, they were building up follow up, and eventually they were said, you know what? We, we just need to make a, a, another full game here. Yeah. I mean, well, there's, I don't know. Uh, all, all we, all I really knew was that 
there's just more content coming. And I didn't know how it was going to happen. Um, I didn't know. I was actually expecting, yeah, like DL. I mean, we were expecting more DLC, right? More mm-hmm. content, more DLC. And yeah, I think I think it just got large enough to where they said, hey, we can make a whole standalone game from this. Um, and that's what it seems like it's going to be. Um, you want to read the press release? I got it right here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first, though, well, Bell Ramio, the game cat, uh, says, with $2, says, please scrap the radio, though. <laughs> uh, we'll talk more about the radio, I'm I, sure. I liked the radio, but I, I am definitely ready to move on from the radio. Uh, all, right, all right, so this is from the press release, Saints and Sinners, Chapter 2, Retribution. The next chapter in the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners story will serve as a continuation of the storyline from the original game, where players will take on the mantle of the tourists in their gruesome adventure to survive the unforgiving and infested remains of New Orleans. Along the way, players will encounter new characters and face new threats as they make gut-wrenching choices that will determine their fate. Chapter 2 Retribution is a new standalone game for players who want to jump straight into this new chapter of the Taurus story. And they say under that, and we can't wait to let players explore the new adventures that await them in the French Quarter and beyond. Let's break this down. So a that bit. tells us that tells us a lot of info right away, right? Yeah, I mean, Bullet I mean point. we're <laughs> we're playing as we're playing as the tourist again. So uh, yeah. so this isn't going to be a brand new character. Not the tourist didn't have a whole lot of. Uh, personality like it was they i think they kind of pulled back on that to let you be the tourist right it was like i'm i'm ready i'm ready <laughs> right so uh so you know you're picking up where you left off but the question is aj is that yep. there were there was a big choice to be made at the end of saints and sinners one do you think like infamous two uh that uh skydance has chosen a path for us or do you think it's going to say uh or do you think it's going to like this? This was the real ending, and this was the fake ending, or, or the alternate ending, or, or is it going to load your save game, and you're going to pick up where you left off? Uh, I think it's going to be determined already because the uh, yeah, I think it's already going to be determined, and you know, it's it does say you'll be making choices once again that will determine your fate. Um, or determine the character's fate in the game. So they're bringing that system back. Um, and it affected a lot of little things that took place in the story, but it never affected the overarching story as far as I remember. I mean, it, I guess one small tiny things here and there, but but essentially they give you a lot of choices to make that are more about in the moment these tense situations uh, versus it's going to change the ending of the game. You get ending A and ending B. Right. So do you think we're picking up Drastically. a specific ending? Um, well, the game is the sequel here is called Retribution. Um, and so to me, I'm kind of leaning towards that a little bit, like maybe uh, just some 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 payback or, you know, some some retribution for all the things that happened in the first game. Uh, Donatello, the Science Game Cap, $5 tip, says, Do we expect Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 to drop on Saints and Sinners Anniversary, released on PSVR 1, by the way? Uh, or do you think it'll be released much closer to the PSVR 2 launch? Uh, that's an excellent question. Uh, I don't, I have no, I, I have zero idea when this is coming out. Because um, t- to me, w- to me, uh, an announcement like this that 
didn't show even a single screenshot or any gameplay footage, to me sounds like maybe it's like maybe a little ways out. Yeah, I mean, it sounded like it's planned. Um, let me see. I gotta I gotta reference a couple articles real quick. You take over. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then of course the uh, the re- the release date depends on or or what if it hits PSVR one first. Uh, all that stuff. It'll it'll all depend on when this game is coming out, and we'll we'll know much more about that uh, closer. You know, closer to release. Um, the cow, the game cat cowboy Dan ran with the Australian five dollars. Says Brian Paul, thanks for the pa- Patreon advice on price to get AJ hired. I went for the maximum Patreon tier. Hit that like button. Thank you so much, game cat. Thank cowboy you, cowboy Dan. Yeah, you so much more energy than I do today. Uh, it is it is confirmed coming to twenty twenty two. Right. So I think I think there's a reason. Um, Meta's social accounts have confirmed this from Upload VR. Uh, Meta has confirmed that it's coming to Quest. Um, and, uh, yeah, it sounds like there's a good chance it will come to PSVR one, but I am more interested in it coming to PSVR two. Uh, cause that's, that's where I want to play this if possible. I think it's a great, um, launch title. If they, if PlayStation VR two launches around the same time. Uh, I think it'd be great. So Skydance, they like to release on every platform uh, at once mm-hmm. if they can. Uh, they've been really good about that with all their updates and everything. So I think it's going to come to every possible headset that it can. That right, including PSVR It says, Quest says, this year, hype. That's exactly what you just said. Uh, Mad Max, the Metaverse GameCap VR with a $5 tip says, it would be awesome if we could transfer our save files over if we own the first game. I can dream. We all can dream. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I definitely think this will be on, uh, on PSVR one. Uh, what I'd like to see for PlayStation VR two is saints and sinners, the complete edition, uh, that could, that could includes chapter one and chapter two, the entire story of the tourist, right? right? And, right. It's, and it's all up It's all good. You know, it's got, it's got the, the PC textures. It's got like a super high frame rate. It's got, you know, great, uh, sense controller support, like, I, I would like to see a bundle or, when PSVR two comes out uh, that includes the entire story of the tourist because I, I do I do feel like this. I think that's is, what they're going to do, man. I think yeah. that's what they're going to do. I, do I, I, like- I I felt like they were slowly adding on DLC throughout the whole years or whatever since launch, and then I felt like the PSVR two version is going to be this definitive edition or something like that, complete edition. Uh, some you know ta- uh, some catchy name with it. And then it includes everything, just like you said. I agree. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, and so I get. The, I'm getting the feeling that this could easily come out before PSVR two, and so the first in the first place we'll be able to play it is PSVR one, uh, and then eventually uh, get the nice upgraded spiffy version later on. Yeah, uh, AJ. Um, one of the questions that people keep asking me in the comments to my yeah. breaking news report uh, is mm-hmm. <laughs> they're asking if it's a full sequel. Uh, or, or or DLC or or anything else. It, it, for some reason, the messaging is getting lost here, and uh, and it, we do just want to be super 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 clear that this is its own standalone game, and that yeah. you will have to pay for it whether you've played Saints and Sinners one or not. Right, and that is the only thing we can really confirm. It's funny that you mentioned Infamous because I was yeah. thinking about Infamous, but in a totally different way. I was thinking more like. Uh, like Festival of Blood, 
which was like a standalone DLC. Like it was a DLC, but you didn't have to play the the other two. It, it, you just kind of played it by itself. But being that what Skydance did with um, with the Aftershocks DLC, I mean, that was pretty big. That was like five hours long, and that was a free update. So I don't. So while this might be a little smaller than uh, than Saints and Sinners one, um, I feel like it's still going to be pretty big. You know? Yeah. I mean, in in my opinion, and now this is this is we're just this is where the wild speculation begins, right? Because they didn't give us a lot to work with as far as the press release went. Like the information they gave us is super exciting to know that there's more saints and sinners coming. Uh, but, but they really didn't give us any more news to work with. And so it's going to be tough speculating. And the last thing we want to do is like set up false expectations. Uh, but, right. but I mean, I don't think I, I, I would I would be curious to know if if this is is it, if this is as long as Saints and Sinners one, uh, because it, I don't like I mean are you, let's let's clear the air I guess a little bit are you expecting expecting another forty dollar game or are you expecting like this to be like a twenty dollar standalone DLC? Um, that's a good question actually. Uh, I'm I guess I'm somewhere in between like a thirty dollar game that's like at least ten hours long maybe. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, cause yeah. I'm I'm sort of just like okay, we had Saints and Sinners Part One, and now it's going to be Saints and Sinners Part Two. In my head, I'm I'm expecting the same like a game engine, a lot of the same mechanics, a lot of, a lot of the game's going to work the same. It's going to look it's going to look very similar to the way it looked before. It's going to play very similar to the way it looked before. It's going to be here's but here's your new story, and we've been listening to you know gamer feedback and trying to deliver a lot of the things that you've been asking for in this new story. That's just basically Part Two, picking up where you left off, and so. I, I definitely, you know, probably some reused assets, maybe reused locations, and then just and then and then just mm-hmm. kind of blowing that all out and just and just making it much much bigger than it was before, and then saying, yeah, it's forty bucks because it's part it's part two and it's just as long as part one was, maybe longer, you know, because they had a lot they've got a lot more bigger framework to work with. So if you start so, taking old locations and mixing with new locations, then suddenly your game world becomes a lot bigger. So I did go back into if you remember Brian they when, when aftershocks came out there was uh, a hint that there was info you could find about the next game or next DLC or whatever it was right. uh, that was in the aftershock so I went in there now you can cue the tape uh, <laughs> and this, to, this is where the spoilers come into play because at the very end if you haven't beaten Saints and sinners then go the, do it go, go finish Saints and doing? sinners and then play what aftershocks do we have to do? aftershocks is another three or four hours right of uh of puzzle solving storytelling whatever and then what we're about to show you is the very end of that so it's like pretty much the final I mean, spoilers yeah it's it's not like story spoilers for for the game really but but man if you haven't played saints and sinners like don't tell me that like don't just don't tell me like what do i gotta do jump jump up and down for for years and years and years saying this is a 10 out of 10 this is the best game on playstation vr and when you tell me you haven't played it yet i'm just like oh my god man i mean just don't fucking tell me that (laughs) please (laughs) go play it right now stop and go play it but anyways sorry um if you you don't have to tell me man you don't have to tell me i'm (laughs) I'm the only person that's upset when swordsman (laughs) hits the top 10 list because i'm it's in bad company right (laughs) it's like this why why isn't saints and sinners on the top 10 list every single month because not enough people are playing it it even gave it out on for free on playstation plus so if this is one of the few games that if you say 
you haven't played it, like I'm actually going to get a little mad about it because it's like, what what else can be done at this point? You're just a lost cause to me. <laughs> and don't get uh, AJ angry. You don't want that. <laughs> I am getting very angry right now. I'm sorry. Um, play this game, people. Um, but anyways, uh, there is in this room, the secret room. There's a couple clues that that I ran into. Um, Starting with uh, there's these this map on the wall with some bell locations, and uh, it's got a picture of one, two, three, four bell locations. So I I think that there's at least four locations, although one could possibly be the first bell tower at the end of uh, Saints and Sinners that that you were at. Can we bring up the picture of the bell locations? Sort of. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So this to me says that these areas are going to be similar to kind of like how uh, St. Sinners 1 had the map in the the school bus. Mm -hmm. There's like Bastion. There's, you know, uh, all the all the other ones. Um, And so I feel like these are at least probably some confirmed locations here. Yeah, most likely. Most likely. Mad Max, the Metaverse GameCat VR with $10 tips says, what if it's just a complete edition, added sense support, PS5 patch, called in a new name? Would you pay for the same game with DLC with PSVR 2 support? Maybe a little story, essentially a remaster. <clears throat> uh, yeah, man, absolutely. I would absolutely do that. <laughs> anyway, I can get these guys more money. <laughs> All right. Um, so that, that kind of brings us to... Uh, to, to the locations, uh, I, I think the, the first the first game had a set number of locations. You were at the school bus. You'd get on your skiff, and you'd sort of just like you'd sort of teleport around the world, right? And uh, you, it would just there would be this long loading screen, and boom, you'd be in uh, the new location. You, you, your skiff had successfully gotten you there. I'm assuming, right off the bat, the biggest change we're going to see to Saints and Sinners Chapter Two are a bunch of new locations, right? And you're yes, I mean that's that's are... even in the press kit. It says you will. It says, uh, "Wait, I thought it said uh, new adventures that await you in the French Quarter and beyond." Yeah, yeah. So there is actually a there is a, a clue that was in this little room that said "Go to the French Quarter," and there's all this stuff about the French Quarter. Um, and so, yes, that's that's probably where we're heading. And uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's like the the downtown kind of uh, old town part of uh, new orleans i believe and it's it's the very festive looking area so that could be a a cool city which is one of the things i've wanted to see now it's not the downtown manhattan or or la or new york or atlanta that i was hoping for um but it's still for a saints and sinners continuation i'm cool with it it's the closest thing to like a city that we're gonna get even if it's a uh you know little bit more out in the bayou yeah what i'd like to see uh what the first game did pretty well is they let you enter quite a few of the houses a lot of the residences um you get to go inside the school and a few other locations i'd like that to be i'd like them to continue with that with a little bit more a little bit more diversity of the environments a little bit more variety and so when you're walking down the street and there's like kind of like a commercial district, what the, what the last of us did really well was, Hey, like there's a record store. We're going to go inside the record store and sort of see what, you know, what the, um, what, what everything was like pre apocalypse. Right. And just kind of give you an right. idea of what life was like. And 
I, th I think these kind of specified locations are a great place to deliver more story beats that are not used during a radio and also like places to pick up, <laughs> um, you know, different documents, places to pick up specific types of crafting materials. Right. It's like, oh, I got to I got to go back to the record store because I need more vinyl. Like, I, I don't know what you need vinyl for, but I'm just saying it's like that these specific locations are like instead of just picking up soap everywhere or like tin cans, it's like going to specific locations for specific reasons. Uh, I think could really separate this from the original game. Well, so there is a specific reason. All this is from the the clues again from the Aftershocks DLC. The, the, one of the things too, um, if you want to show, throw up the picture of there's a there's something. Let me let me see which ones I have here. Um, there's one that is says control the horde. By using the bells. Uh, this is something I just noticed for the first time today. I don't know how I just found new clues today um, after, you know, I felt like I was pretty thorough last time. Obviously not. But there is a sign above the uh, thing. So I feel like that's going to be part of the story is controlling, you know, there's a the reasoning behind going to these bell locations is to potentially have to use the, the bells to clear out certain areas to get to the next one, if that makes sense. Right. Right, absolutely. And in the first game, the bell signified uh, dusk, right, and, uh, and that the the hordes were going to get bigger and stronger. Um, right. But maybe, but maybe there's something more to it, right? Maybe, maybe the person controlling the bells was also controlling the hordes, and it was it was there was more to it than what you were led to believe. Well, speaking of which, there's another picture that I I sent you, and it is the demon of the bells. This was a a little statue that you found in the uh in that room and he he looks like a reclaimed uh but he might just be some something else but um it sounds like there's gonna be maybe this is like the the big bad that you might be going up against or one of the one of the big bads you'll be going up against um and it's this character here and you know there's there's the, they've got the demon of the bells they've got the bell locations they've got the sign that the message that says control the horde by using the bells um and and so like I feel like that's going to be uh, part of the thing. And as as for locations, they've even got a picture which I sent you this one as well of a gas station and a sewer. Um, so there's like a lot more evidence there than I actually thought uh, we were getting originally. Yeah, and, and these are all things that I think would be really great. When I was talking about variety, um, I felt in the first game too many of the locations seemed a little bit too much the same. It's like they're all. They're all kind of foggy. They're all pretty residential. Um, you know, most of the most of the houses that you enter are similar looking. Um, and so, you know, like gas walking into a gas station would be fantastic. Walking into sewers, walking into a, a hospital, uh, you know, a commercial, like I said, a commercial district with with little shops, with convenience stores, that kind of thing. I mean, variety is. Like if they've already got the the game engine, they've already got the the gameplay down. It's like now creating new environments and new uh, and, and, and more variety for the player. I think should be priority number one. Yeah, variety is definitely the thing. Like visual variety of the locations, which they did a really good job. I think for the most part, it's supposed to be believable. So it's but but I do like the idea, you know, of this gas station setting, um, of this maybe having to go through some poo poo sewers. Uh, <laughs> there's there's a lot of uh, potential things. There's also a picture up there that said like the mines. So I don't know if there could be mines as well. 
Um, and then there's, of course, a picture of a tower. And that's one thing that we have all been asking for is, like, we want to go to that tower and, like, fight our way up to the top of it and take out, you know, the tower people or something. The tower people. The tower people had it coming for a the long faction, time. The faction called the tower. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Or whatever it is. <clears throat> um, dude, one of the other things we were asking about for a long time uh, were, were, I mean, we, so a lot, a lot of people were asking about for a lot of things on Saints and Sinners 1. Uh, and I'm curious to know, what what things do you think are going to make it into Saints and Sinners 2? Like in terms of new items to craft, new weapons, uh, what, what kind of stuff do you think we're going to see? Well, I definitely think we're going to get new weapons because, Brian, on the picture... For the uh, the like um, the some of the the artwork for the game, the the Saints and Sinners Retribution logo has a chainsaw, <laughs> and that is something that I asked for like a, a bunch. I think a lot of people did. We we all wanted to use a chainsaw, and us with having the theory that this is a PlayStation VR two game. A chainsaw with the orbs, man. It is a match made in heaven. And like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, like using the sense controllers, the VR2 sense controllers with the adaptive triggers, the haptic feedback, and and then a freaking chainsaw to maul zombies with. Like, oh, that sounds so good to me, man. So good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and now I'm just, I'm just sorry for jumping around, but the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I feel like uh, – I feel like we're going to use those sewers. And so instead of get, getting on a skiff and, uh, and, you know, like going from place to place to place to place, I feel like the sewers could connect everything. And, uh, and I, so I, I think yeah, maybe. the sewers might be our, our main our main way from getting from place to place without having to take the main roads um, and be able to kind of get around without being, without being seen as much. Uh, I think that would be a pretty cool way to unlock new areas uh, by, like, clearing out different areas of the sewer. I do think they're going to play some part in that because, um, and I think the sewers under the, I think the entrance for the sewers under that gas station, uh, because they have the picture of the gas station right above the picture of the sewer schematic. Nice, nice, dude. We got Niles trying the game feeling with a ten dollar tip really? in the chat. Says been in the hospital for two weeks getting my getting what? half my large intestine removed, but I'm here and been watching every show when I get the chance. Love you guys, Niles Ryan. The game feeling that is metal, dude. Hell yeah. Half of your that large is... intestine. We didn't know. We're very sorry for not knowing. And we love you very much. We hope you we hope you yeah. heal up and get home soon. Uh, leave, leave the large intestine. You don't need it. Just leave it there. It's fine. It's fine. Yes. Right, get better. Get better. <laughs> we need to play some Zenith. <sighs> All right, man. So that, so, so new, new weapons for sure, including a chainsaw. Definitely. Yes. Um, new items to craft. Um, yeah, that part, I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm more interested in new weapons than new items to craft. Okay. Um, give me, give me a, a crossbow. Give me the chainsaw, uh, um, oh, brass knuckles. I always talked about how I wanted brass knuckles to like, you know, melee. the melee combat is some of the best in VR it's really good. period. Um, you know, there's two games that I think I have like that I reference as the best physics uh, for combat and fighting and feeling immersive uh, gameplay. And that is Swordsman and Saints and Sinners uh, because they both just feel really visceral and they they feel impactful. They feel weighty. Um, you know, you, 
you stab something in the head with a knife and it gets stuck and then you you got to oomph and and shove the rest of it in there and um the 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 weapons and stuff are great so i do hope to see a more variety of weapons in this game for sure maybe some explosives explosives would be good yeah, uh, the, I think there's there's just so many different ways they can go with this. Uh, the, the first game yeah. focused a lot on on your health and on your stamina and on crafting different food items and things that could improve and uh, and make sure that you were healthy, that kind of stuff. Um, Which I hope that stays in. You know, if they need to tweak it, so be it. But I, I want the survival mechanics to stay in there. I'm a big fan of survival games. I think they I think survival adds to the immersion, just like horror yeah. adds to the immersion in games. Um, and you know, have the option to maybe make it easier, have an easy mode or something. But but for the love of God, leave that shit in there because it's awesome. Yeah, survival elements are great. Um, I I hope I do hope they tweak it because I think I think I was not alone when it came to some of the things that didn't make any sense. Like why is some of the food hurting my stamina? Why is some of this the, some of this stuff hurting my overall health? Um, but uh, but besides but besides that, I do think it was pretty well done, and uh, and, and having to having to worry about you know feeding yourself and staying hydrated and that kind of stuff, I think is always a lot of fun in games, um, especially in a game where you're trying to survive, like to survive the zombie apocalypse. That makes a lot of sense. Since then, Sword and uh, Song in the Smoke has come out and uh, and just kind of killed it with survival elements. So uh, I, I I think it's been, I mean, it's really Song in the Smoke is really 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 good when it comes to survival stuff. I would be interested to see how different the survival stuff could be in a game like this. It's not, it doesn't seem like it's a full sequel. That is just a continuation of the game that we've already played. Um, I'm, I'm going to, like I said before, I don't think a lot of this is going to be, it's, I don't think it's, I think we're going to, we're going to be very happy to see new places in the game. But again, I do think that if, if it's all using the same engine and uh, it's like the same kind of stuff that we've seen before, I don't, I don't, maybe a lot of the mechanics won't change. That being said, AJ, one of the biggest requests that this game got over the last couple of years was multiplayer. Yep. Yep. Everybody wants to play Saints and Sinners with a friend. What do you think the possibility is? Is there any chance this is going to happen? Um, is there a chance? Yes. Do I think it's going to be a multiplayer game? No. But, but it was so highly requested, so I could see it. But I think I think they would have to, like you said, they're building, they're using probably the same engine for this. I think if they do multiplayer, they do that in a new sequel. Um, this is a standalone kind of sequel. It's a standalone game, even though it's a a sequel. Um, it's like kind of like a standalone DLC, and it probably uses a lot of the same stuff. And I just their stuff is just not designed for multiplayer. Um, so I think that uh, I think that if we see that, we see that in their next game beyond the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. But it would be the Walking Dead, yada yada and yada. Right. Some other some <laughs> other title altogether. Yeah. Yeah. This is a continuation of the first one where you're playing as the tourist. I think that's pretty clear that. You're not just going to suddenly have a clone and running around with a clone or a friend, but never say never. Yeah, Endeavor once says just give me more campaign, and I can't yeah. disagree with that. Uh, what I will say is that I feel like multiplayer is one of those things that I'm always constantly surprised is able to be implemented into games. It seems like as long as it's not PvP, like that's that's when things suddenly seem possible. And so I do think that there's a possibility here, and I think that this could be one of the reasons that this that chapter two became chapter two instead of 
just some paid DLC, that it had to become kind of its own standalone thing. Uh, so obviously they're not talking about this. This is me just being, like, throwing out wild speculation, but I think it would be pretty fucking cool if it was the case. If I was Skydance, I would, uh, and I and wanted to make a multiplayer game, I would focus on making a multiplayer-centric social game, kind of like what, what After the Fall did, but make it good and make it, you know, uh, sky up to Skydance Interactive standards, which are much, much, much higher. Um, but I think I think there's a like I said, there's a kind of a a lot of games that are doing this um, social kind of integration kind of thing, and um, and I think that's how you do it with a game like this. It, it's this is a story. This is a single player story driven game that is amazing. I don't think they should change that. Um, I think if they if they do that, they make a different game. I wouldn't complain about that at all. If that's the case, yeah. Um, I think it was. Uh, I think it was Jeremiah in the chat. Yeah, he says co-op would be awesome. I will live without it though. <laughs> and I think that's the perfect summation to all of this. Uh, just give me some jetpacks. Where the fuck are the jetpacks? I've been asking jetpacks for like two years. Where are the jetpacks? Enough with non-existent jetpacks. Uh, just kidding. Yeah. Obviously, doesn't make any sense in this world. But um, but I really appreciate that a lot of the stuff that we did ask for seems to be making its way into this game. You know, it's not just one person that asked for these things. It's everybody. So, you know, always tell people what you want, uh, what developers, what you want, what's going to get you to buy their games. And uh, Skydance has proven. And, and I don't know about you, man, but my excitement levels are very, very high for this game. Um, you know, everything that they've delivered with the DLC, with the with the base game, I mean, I thought it was perfection. And then with the DLCs, I thought they were really, really high quality. They really don't mess around. Like, like they, they bring – my standards for Skydance Interactive just really go higher and higher um, every time they do something. And um, so I, I've, I think this is going to be pretty good, man. They kind of like to under-promise and over-deliver here. Wally Saeed Faridi with the Canadian $5 tip says, Hey guys, in Saints 1, I tried killing zombies in the first open area level, but they kept coming. Is that normal or do zombies, and do zombies infinitely regenerate? Um, yeah, I mean, I, kind of a tricky question, right? Because if you, if you kill humans, they come back as zombies. And then if you don't chop off the heads, then they'll get back up, right? Um, well, there's just endless amounts of zombies. It's the entire United States has been zombified. So you know what's funny? Uh, I I never thought of this as a problem ever until I played the quest version. If I if I when I played the quest version, I I would kill I would kill a walker. I'd walk five feet away, and then there'd be another there'd be another walker. Like, what just what just fucking happened? But on PlayStation VR, it seemed like like when you killed them, they'd stay dead for a while, and then like. You know, eventually, eventually came back to the back. area later. Yeah. There'd be more, yeah. and uh, and it just seemed more natural in PSVR. I felt like maybe like one of the sacrifices they had to make on Quest was just like they couldn't keep track of all the dead bodies, so they just like respawned all the time. Um, I'm assuming while he's playing on PlayStation VR, so I I don't know, man. I will say I didn't seem to have that problem on PSVR though, because like I said, it didn't become an issue for me until I tried it on Quest. Yeah, usually they wouldn't respawn until I left and came back. So I'm not sure there. Uh, Mark Pringlesleaf with the two quid says we need some opera in the game. Oprah, he's he's he said Oprah. We like Oprah the Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that can be a thing too. <sighs> AJ, 
it's no. It's it's time to move on to the end of the show, the very last well, segment. Well, let well, me ask well, you, man, what's your excitement level for this before we get out of here? I said my excitement's like through the roof. I'm really excited. What yeah. about you? Because you're usually a little bit less of a hype guy than I am. Uh, <laughs> so what what is it? Yeah, I'm I'm definitely less of a hype guy. Um, I'm super excited for this because because a I do believe it's coming to PlayStation VR one. I have I have a feeling that again if it's using all the same uh, you know this, the same engine that it, it shouldn't be a problem if it's coming to Quest two Quest whatever you know like it it shouldn't be a problem. Uh, and, and with any luck, Sony will throw them some money if that wasn't in the in the works. Uh, just to have more content coming to PSVR one. Uh, and so uh, if it's one of those titles that like kind of helps us fill the void while we wait for PlayStation VR 2, uh, then yep. that's really exciting because we really need that. Um, and it, but, but honestly, until I see, all I need is like a, a 20, 30-second teaser to, to get my hype levels through the roof. Because right now, all we've seen is that chainsaw. And that chainsaw, while fucking cool, is still just an image of not game. <laughs> and I don't know, you know, like I need something to be excited for. I want to see those new locations. I want to see some of those new, new items we can craft, some of the new weapons we can craft. Um, and I want to know like what, what, what's going to be different this time around. Um, and then my hype level oh, will be through the roof right now. It's almost like, it's almost well, like, somebody I think said, that was a Hey guys, it's coming. Yeah. And that's all we got. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which is, which is fine. Shit happens. Yeah. You know, I think you'll get more info as it gets closer. Let's put it that way. I, I don't think we Obviously. think that. I think we know that'll be the case. We know. We will definitely get <laughs> yeah. more info as we get closer. <laughs> but yeah, so for so for day one, the day that the announcement happened, yeah, I'm super excited. But you yeah. know, I'll get real excited once we start seeing some shit. Right. Uh, right. Before we play twenty questions, Wild Hour, the Game Cat Ring, or the Australian ten dollars says can't decide Wander or Zenith. Which first? So many choices, so little time. Okay. So here's the deal. I haven't played Wanderer yet. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to be able to play it tonight. Spoilers. I don't know if that's the case or not. So that's not real or not. That being said, having only played Zenith, my recommendation for everybody out there is get Zenith. Get in there on day one. Play with everybody while it's active and like level up. And like we're going to be playing it for that first month, like pretty much pretty much yeah. nonstop. Um, we're going to be blasting through, you know, we're going to be leveling up together, grinding together, uh, and, and trying to beat the game together. Uh, and, but, like, Wanderer is a single-player adventure that will be the same if you play it next month as if you play it on Thursday. So my recommendation, if you're picking one, play Zenith and then get Wanderer later. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I, I've only played Zenith, and it's amazing. Uh, I haven't played Wanderer, and... With three days to launch, that's a little concerning, <laughs> but, um, you know, I will have to wait and see. Yeah. All right, man. Well, it is PSVR 20 questions time. I think they're both going to be good. Let me put it that way. I think they're both going to be good. Well, I know Zenith is going to be good. I actually think Wander is going to be good, too, though. I do think Wander is going to be good, but that's yeah, just... Yeah, like really good. That's so, just me crossing my fingers as hard as I can cross yeah. them. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. we'll see. It's time for PSVR 20 questions, AJ. And you oh, are yeah. the host this time. You've got a game in mind. That means I and all the cats out there, and you guys really got to help me because, again, I've been sick for fucking almost two weeks now, and my brain is not functioning the way that it should. I'm the hostess with the mostest. Let's do this. 20 yes or no questions and only six minutes on the clock to figure out what PSVR game AJ is thinking of. I'm going to put it up. Three, two, one, go. Shit. Does it have aim support? It does not have aim support. No aim support. I feel like we never have games with aim support because we know that's the first question. No aim support. All right. Uh, 
Does is there a lot of shooting in this game? Are you shooting a lot of ding 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 ding? ding? There is. There is a a a lot of shooting, but it's not really a shooter. I'd say no, no. Let me just say to make it easy for you. Let me say there's no. It's there's no there. Shit. How do I answer that? There is shooting in this game, but it's not a shooter. Let's put it that way. Give you a little hint there. Shooting, not. There is shooting in. There is a lot of shooting in the game. It is not a shooter though. God, is anybody else sick of AJ cheating at this? <laughs> um, is this is this uh, Can you control vehicles? Good question, Ian. Uh, you can not control vehicles in this. Is it a puzzle game? Neon Groove asks. It is not a puzzle groove puzzle game. Neon Groove. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the chat's bad at me. Are there are there are there zombies in this game? Uh, there are not zombies in this game. That was number five. No zombies. Uh, okay. Uh, people are asking if it's. Uh... I would. I would. I would just erase the fact that it has shooting. That is a bad question for you to ask. Is, about is, this game. is there is it rhythm? Is it a rhythm game of any kind? Is not a rhythm game of any kind. All right, that that eliminates some of the issues here. Um, I'm trying to help you into saying forget it's a shooter. Oh, I I understand, <laughs> or, I understand, but we have, we don't know anything about this game yet. Did this developer make other PSVR games? They have made other PSVR games. That helps. Okay, so now it's time to think about developers who have made other PSVR games. Is a Serbios game? It's not a Serbios game. Damn, I don't want to just run down a list of developers, uh, but that but there was the first one I think of. Does it have a cartoony art style? Does not have a cartoony art style. Okay, that eliminates Yuki. That eliminates Pixel Pixel Rift. Um, can't be Astrobot. Uh, Alejandre says, is it a top 25 game? Has it been on any of our top 25 lists? Ooh, has it ever been? It hasn't been in any recent. No, not that, not that I know of. No. If, if anything, it, it might've been on one. It might've been on like one or two, but it's typically not on the top 25 list. That's okay. number 10. So it sounds like a good game because otherwise that wouldn't have been a difficult question. Um, yeah. Okay. I think I feel like it was on one. Okay. You... Okay. All you are is history. Is it a platformer? It's not a platformer. Ian Sandbridge asks, do you take photographs in this game? And I'm going to ask it because I can't even think of. Uh, you do not take photographs in this game. All right. Um, Would be it, nice, though. Is it an older game? Did it come out in the first 
two years of PSVR? Oh. Um. Oh, wow. <laughs> Shades just asked the exact same question I did. So, technically, it didn't come out within the first two years, but it's like right there. It's close. It's close. Very close to the first two years. Is there a flat screen version of this game? Uh, there is. Uh, as far as I know, no, there's not. No. I think that's number 14. I think you're on number 15 now. This is rough. I've got, I've got zero idea. This is, this is really bad. (laughs) Uh, does it have full locomotion, full locomotion? Um, Wow. Yes. What a, what a cheater. Oh, that is tough, man. Quit asking hard questions. Uh, is it based on a popular IP? It's not based on a popular IP. That is 16. Uh, <laughs> do you race at all in this game? You do race in this game. That okay. is 17. All right. Guys, we're, 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 we're racing. We're racing. Uh, we're shooting, but don't don't think about shooting. Don't do that. Um, there's no zombies. It's not rhythm. Uh, this developer has made other games. Uh, think about all the racing games. Um, God, I mean, like, is there is there vehicular combat? No. Okay, so it's eighteen. Yeah, you got one one more clue. I think I was thinking wipeout, but um. The dirt devs didn't make another. It, it's not sprint vector because it's not. Oh fuck! Is it? Is it touring carts? It is not touring carts. Yeah, I, I lost big time. Ran out of time like. 20 I saw ago. Blue Jew, the Underground Game Cat, the Elite Name Squad, and House got it. It is Rush VR by the Binary Mill. Okay, which is great, and, and congrats, uh, con- <laughs> congrats Blue Jew for figuring it out. Um, what so? How what what is what do you shoot in this game that's not shooting? There's, you shoot the hell out of some Nerf guns in the game. There's so much shooting. I shoot Nerf guns all over the place in this game. There's like a you shoot a million Nerf guns in between matches. Am I right? You said is there a lot of shooting in this game? You didn't say it's a shooter. Is there a lot of shooting in this game? Yes. You shoot in between every single round at the end of every match? Yes. Yes. And I said, don't think – I said, erase that from your memory. Yeah. That is true. It, you know, you, you know, are you wrong. In, instead you are of, wrong. In, instead, <laughs> instead, of, instead of erasing it from my memory, you should have said, no, there's not shooting in this game. But there is a lot of shooting in the game. And then guess what? If you guys would be like, oh, you shoot a bunch of Nerf guns. Yep. So what am I supposed to do here, man? Cerebral he's, Frost is I'm right. Yeah, he's I'm the only. He's, by the way, he's the only one. <laughs> I mean, I'm hey, glad you're ignoring the other 100 chat, cats that are on my side. Hey, how many yeah. in the chat guessed it? Hey, maybe you should ask the you know more specific question. <laughs> well. Yeah, close. Another fantastic game of PSVR 20 questions. <laughs> Man, <Yes>. we... <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, uh, oh, oh, Tiff, Tiff, Tiff's about to get banned. She said it sounds like the questions need to be better framed. You're out of here. <laughs> fuck out of here. I agree, Tiff. I agree. Banning everybody. Banning everybody. That's not. That's somebody that understands game design, Brian. (laughs) God. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for hanging out and uh, and talking about Saints and Sinners Chapter Two with us. Uh, It sounds like it's going to be a fun time. And of course, as we get more information on that, we'll certainly pass it on to you. Uh, But this is an exciting day, and we'll love to hang out and speculate and uh, figure out what we're going to be playing down the front line. So, thank you everybody who supports us on Patreon. Thank you to everybody who tipped during the show. Thank you to everybody who helps the channel out. Like. I don't know, Jamie App and Sci-Fi GameCat Henry and all the fucking amazing moderators out there. And of course, my buddy over here, AJ, couldn't do this without him. Make sure you subscribe to him over at PSVR Underground for all his latest and greatest tips videos on Zenith. Thank you, man. My pleasure. Thank you, man. And of course, thank you to everybody who sat back and watched the show. Didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. The numbers don't lie, and we love you just as much. Smash the like button, Tarzan. Instead of that, I think we're going to cue the cat. Give the cap right, because I want to say see you Wednesday to Move Master Mick throwing them shapes. Uh, some fat underground game cat, another league name squad in the, in the house. The Saints and Sinners, oh yeah. yeah. Snap into a Saints and Sinners. Scott Jessica Pia's in here, Felt PCR Game Cat for Life. Great job, boys. Thank you so much, man. JC, the inimitable, 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 dual wielding ass kicking game cat. Thank you, man. Monday complete. Uh, traveling man 3775. Thank you, uh, for coming and celebrating the good news with us, man. Blue Jr., the underground game cat, elite name squad in the house. Nice guest there. You totally got it. Uh, uh, let's see. Mark Pringles Leaf. Uh, thank you so much, man. Jeremiah had a bullfrog. Now let's ride the game. Feel like, thanks for jumping. <laughs> thanks for jumping back in. Uh, you know, congrats on your uh, procedure and everything going well. And uh, great, great to have you back, man. Now bring us some more metal. GC, the Night Pepsi Cat. Congratulations on uh, the announcement. We are excited. I am super excited. Tell me, tell me all the secrets. Tell me, tell me more. Tell me secret things. Flame Hat, the love of his life. Cat says, fire, fire, fire. Johnny Moles, thanks for what you guys do in supporting us, creating, uh, you know, doing what we love to do. Um, very, very kind message from you there, Johnny. Thank you. The fastest Scotsman alive. I felt like I had to say it like that. Hville VR. <laughs> what is it? Well, he says, hey, AJ, I got something for you. Devil, uh, a devil and devil horns. Interesting. I wonder what that could mean. Uh, Dark Angel GG's. Thank you. Gabriel Double for the last to be out game cat. Wave to you, good sir. Good to see you. Cerebral Frost. Goodbye. Guys, on Facebook to you. Endeavor One in the house tonight. Kicking, kicking back, laying back, and enjoy some sweet PSVR goodness. Old Darth says, bye bye. Dan Keeper, <laughs> uh, buy cats and lurker Dave. Uh, Neon Groove. Stay groovy and neon y. Jesse J, the Terror Mage Game Cat. Thank you so much, man. Says, uh, we'll see you hump day games cast. Hell yeah, buddy. Brax Bro says, play more. Oh, shit, I lost. Carry that. on. Play more. Play more carry on. Uh, that guy is Will VRs in the chat. What is up, dude? Good to What's see you, up, Nick. Game Cat, Hal, Donatello, the scientist, Game Cat. Uh, all of you, Christopher, Emholm, Emholm. Uh, Zup, dude. I bet. What's 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 up with you? Thanks I bet, for. I bet Will wouldn't cheat at twenty questions. He would, he, would, cheat. he wouldn't do that to me. <laughs> there's, there's There's lots of shooting <laughs> in Rush VR. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Happy Monday. Meow.